You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Today, Michelle Coton from Empower Pilates joins us. Michelle developed her own studios within Sydney for the past 19 years and feels more empowered and stronger than ever. Michelle has always loved moving. Even though her career in marketing was always stimulating and interesting, it was when she discovered Pilates in 1997 that all her passions came together. In 2000, Michelle completed her classical Pilates training under the banner of Romana's Pilates and since then has travelled the world completing many workshops, seminars and conferences, never ceasing to learn more and more about the magical world of the body and movement. In this episode, we talk about the evolution of Pilates and the industry as well as her business. Hi Michelle, welcome, how are you? I'm good, thanks Alison, thanks for having me along. Absolute pleasure. Now, I had the privilege of meeting you last week at your new studio launch. Uh, So congratulations. Thanks. You have had an existing Empower Pilates studio in Bondi for how many years? Well, it's a little bit... It's a long story. I'm, I'm one of the old ladies of the industry, truthfully, um, like really old, <laughs> a bit wrinkly and old, but um, I feel I've got um, a little bit of, of uh, respect maybe, or I can actually say a few things that, <laughs> that my age allows me to say. Yes. Um, so I've been in the industry for basically 20 years, and even though my, my current studio that's in Bondi has only really been there for about four and a half, five years, I've been in the eastern suburbs in various Pilates studios since 2000, really, um, when I first um, completed my certification and got going. So right from the beginning, once I'd finished my training, I went straight out and, and started very small studios. Um, and eventually after sort of changing locations, but really not changing the way I operated or what I was trying to, to really do, I landed up in the Bondi area and have really had my clientele for all that time. So they've been amazing in that they've truth sort of gone around the area with me. Um, and the studio in the, in the, in Kalua Street has been there for about five years. Um, and that's kind of where I've settled and found yes. my, my little home, yeah. Yes. So with all the other studios, were you renting the space out or how did that work? Well, when I, when I first finished my, my certification, I just, um, I was, a, you know, I had, a, I had three young children. I had just emigrated. Um, I had previously been in business and um, I knew I couldn't go into the sort of regular hours anymore. And so I really needed to just have something that I was passionate about, passionate about that could actually give me a little bit of flexibility, but also give me ownership of something because I've always really felt a need to be that way. And so I wanted to go straight into my own business. And in the beginning, I worked with a partner and we actually had a, um, we started off in a garage and then we rented premises in, in sort of various different places around the eastern suburbs and, and, and tried sort of different business models. In some instances, very small, only one-on-ones, um, 
then moved into an, um, a studio out in Bonnet Junction in the sort of early days where we sort of tried to get larger groups of people, get more sort of instructors working with us, um, still sort of selling the same principles of Pilates, but just sort of playing with business models and seeing what would work. Um, and then, you know, and eventually kind of found what I really believed was what I thought my home, and I call my home like what my little story is, mm. after trying various things. You know, I tried lots of mixes of adding in various fitness forms and um, um, fusion forms, um, bar and all sorts of different types of, of fitness alliances or fitness sort of byproducts. Um, and it took me a while before I kind of found my place. Um, and I suppose it does. It took me 20 years. <laughs> it took it me 20 years. It does take a long time, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, everybody sort of looks and thinks, oh, you know, wow, look, you know, that's so cool. They've got this great Pilates studio, but it's really been 20 years of learning and making mistakes and changing and finding stuff that made sense or didn't and, and arriving at a place where I'm still wor working and learning. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so look, it's a I long journey. Yeah, but I think that's one of the beauties about running your own business is you're constantly evolving and growing and you have to because there's never a finish line. You know, you just keep moving to the same, to the next, to the next point. And so yeah, even absolutely. like in another five years, you'll say, I'm still learning, I'm still growing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that that's, I mean, I think that that works on two levels. So on the one level, most definitely from a business point of view, because I think that we operate in such a fluid economy and such a fluid culture like a whole, you know, there's just nothing that's staying still. I mean, I've got, I've got 25 year old kids and they reckon they're on the cusp of being outdated. You know, things are moving so fast that even at mm -hmm. that level, but I think that my industry or my, uh, you know, my craft or my profession um, is also one that you just never, ever, ever can sit and be complacent and say, well, I know it all. Cause if you do that in this industry, um, you will get left behind and you will become really, I think, um, stale and outdated. It's always a mobile profession as well. It's, it's always moving. Yeah. All right. So M Power Pilates, how would you describe it? Well, it's kind of interesting because M Power Pilates, the, the name was funnily enough, it's really weird. I hope she's listening, but my hairdresser actually suggested that name to me one day. I was looking for names and she was like, oh, Empower, that's the thing. It's Michelle and it's Empower and it's all of this. And we we sort of found it really funny and it became just sort of the name. And then it was obviously the whole, um, you know, the whole play on words of empowering. And I've always been one who's, who's loved that that feeling of you know being a woman and being empowered and and empowering others and all of that kind of stuff so it was a bit corny in a way but it kind of worked um and then it was actually quite interesting because my my new studio I actually have the most amazing wonderful gorgeous partner who you met the other day Peter and when we got together and decided that this was very much a part of what we'd always wanted to do because we trained together 20 years ago um we wondered what to do with the name and it just was so lucky that the M power had the M and the P. So now it was like, okay, this works even better because there's the M for Michelle, the P for Peter, and we both about empowerment. So, <laughs> so it all became, yeah, it became quite fantasy, but that's sort of the fun side of it. I think that the, the real side of what is it, what it is, it really is, I mean, in, in sort of black and white, it's a, it's a Pilates studio. It's a studio that offers um, real 
proper instruction, authentic and real instruction of Pilates um, to, to those people who really want to understand how to reorganize the system that their body is or to reorganize the way their body works in the most efficient way to make it absolutely uh, a strong organic or strong being that can actually do and achieve everything that a person needs or wants their body to do. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be superhuman, super gorgeous, super thin, super young, or super anything, but to actually help an individual realize the power they have within their own individual potential, physically, mentally, cognitively, all of those kind of things to actually be able to understand how they can use this technique, which is not just a bunch of exercises, and apply it to their body to maximize what they would need it to do for them to be healthy, to live happily, to stand upright, to function, to think, to breathe, all of those kind of things. And it sounds like it's magic, but it kind of is. And um, so the studio is really a place where we are dedicated, each and every one of us, to teaching clients that in very small groups or in a one-on-one or a duo one-on-two situation. So it's a very sort of intimate and um, a very real place where we genuinely, genuinely believe that um, we can build a community of like-minded people who will get better and better and better as they learn this craft more and more. Amazing. Okay, so the new studio has two rooms. Tell us about the two different rooms. Okay, so we the the one room is has six reformers. Each of the rooms has um, uh, allows for only six people or a maximum of six people at any one time. So the one has got six reformers in it. Um, the beds that everybody kind of knows and thinks and sees is and defines Pilates in many people's minds. Um, and the other room has got a co- combination of two pieces of equipment. The one is called a springboard, which is a a, a board that is um, adhered flush to the wall from which a series of springs with different tensions at different levels are, are kind of connected. Um, and there is also another piece of equipment in that spring room, which is comes from the original wonder chair or wonder chairs. It was already originally known, um, in sort of Joseph Pilates times. Um, and it's now, it is a, it's the Pilates chair. And it, it does, I think, if you remember, it looks like a little squat square stool but it has a whole range of chair of spring options and so the spring studio is quite a novel studio in terms of group pilates but it uses the principles of spring settings and different tensions just like the reformer does that puts people into different uh, positions so whereas the reformer a lot of people know you lying on your back for a lot of the time you might be uh, lying on your stomach on your side obviously there are other positions in the spring room there is a lot more seated and standing type of work so there's a little bit of a different demand on the body because you're you're really having to work on yourself in space you're not getting constant feedback from a piece of equipment the two rooms are amazing because we wanted to give people variety of choice so when they come into the studio if they're coming in what you know more than twice a week which is really would be where you see real change happen we wanted to be able to give them the same story the same instruction but variety so that they could be constantly challenged and interested and have fun I mean that's why they're coming to have a fun workout enjoy their time so 
this, these two studios really allow for that variety. So we, we're really happy with how they're going. Were you looking for a second studio or did this space, you know, you caught your eye and then you just decided that would be great? Well, it's kind of, all oh, my stories do get a little long-winded. My clients will tell you that. So. <laughs> Sorry for that. All the long stories. Um, but, well, look, myself and Peter have been wanting to get and do this little concept, this Empower Group concept for many, many years. And we both are strong believers in, in taking opportunities and following them. But every time, and we have been looking, and every time we sort of found a venue um, and said, okay, this, this could be it. There was always something, whether it was the universe or we like to think it was the universe, there was something that just didn't click. There was some piece that just didn't fall into the puzzle and something in the bottom of our hearts that just said, this is not the place. And then literally 50 meters away from where I'd been, um, up came this option. And it was really um, worn down, sort of, you know, pretty much, disheveled looking space and we went in there uh, with the owner who was just has got had got great vision and he went with us and he said let's just clear it out and see what happens and it just evolved from nothing it was really um, a, a great opportunity because of the, the position it was in um, and we just took a chance to see you know what was under all that funny old tiles and then we found these beautiful wooden floors and this thing sort of evolved so we've been really really lucky because it couldn't have worked better. We kind of work between the two studios, run yeah. up and down. That's our exercise at the moment. <laughs> so so <laughs> with the new day. studio, how are you letting people know about it? Like obviously, you know, your, your existing studio, you can tell people there and, and yeah. they'll, they'll come and, you know, they'll tell their friends. But beyond that, how are you letting new people know that that studio is there? Yeah, look, this is something which we, you know, we've, we've actually got we're trying to get into this whole social media thing. Um, I am, I'm very sort of suspicious of it, and maybe just because I'm, I am not in the age category that it's kind of totally part of my life. I find it kind of quite intimidating. But we certainly are have got some amazing people helping us to show us and, and lead us as far as social media is going. So we're trying to really do that. Um, I think that one of our big goals is to actually make this much more of a community place and so our sort of next thing is to actually literally go out into the Bondi community and start working and talking to like-minded businesses and actually sort of see if there's any kind of relationships that we can create that's going to make all of our clientele um sort of participate in everything that we're doing, whether they're coffee shops or clothing stores or or any other kind of sort of allied businesses that that the Bondi community can kind of start to grow from there. Um, you know, we, we're trying to talk to people like yourself and and get as much help from people like yourself, for instance, who are out there in the in the world of of communication and try to find more and more and more people. But, you know, there's that thing as well where this is a business where word of mouth is still really, really, really powerful. Yeah. And especially because we are so small in terms of how many people we have in a group and because we're so sort of specific about the way we teach and what we offer, I kind of think that the right people, it may again be naive, but we both believe that the right people will kind of find us yes. <laughs> through other right, other right people. It's kind of 
maybe a bit silly, but we, we're hoping that that's going to that's going to happen. So far, we've got the most amazing people coming in through the doors. Yeah, so. look, you know what? This all comes so much of this comes back to your branding and the marketing that you're doing because you go, all right, local marketing and community marketing mm. is definitely an initiative that needs to be looked into looked into via different strategies, but also social media. You know, using the right hashtags, mm. right people in terms of coming in will also help. But and by associating yourselves with those with like-minded people and brands people then just they get a vibe for what it is that you offer and then you attract those people more and more but in saying that none of it happens overnight (laughs) I am I am with you yes yeah patience (laughs) patience is like the best thing best quality that you can have as a business owner oh absolutely and I think the other thing that I've really really learned um through through this patience patience period, as you say, which I literally have been busy with for so many years, is that I think that it's taken certainly Peter and I this amount of time to actually realize or or, or understand that what it is that we want to sell. Like I think there have been times that we've been trying to sell whatever anybody else was selling because it is quite scary when you're in the fitness industry when there are people who are who are throwing these new and novel um, experiences yes. at um, at a single market and and it's really attractive and it's also quite scary when you're around the corner and you go oh maybe we should be doing that thing and maybe we should also be buying drums and you know whatever whatever sort of going on and I think you kind of get to a stage of maturity in yourself and 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 maturity in your profession where you go you know what this is what we do this is what we've done all our lives and this is what we know works and this is what we're good at so let's just be that and sell that and do it the best we possibly can and that slowly and I think that's one of the best things I think I've learned because I've had some really sort of scary times. I've felt like, oh, I'm not good enough to do what the young people down the road are doing and why can't I, do, you know. And so that's probably been the best arrival place for me as a, as a business woman and just as a person, like just in my growth, like I think, okay, this is fine. I'll just do my best at what I do. Absolutely. Yeah, it's such a good approach. It really is. My goodness. Have you found that, you know, over the 19, 20 years that you've been in the, in the industry that it has changed vastly or do you feel like the core essence is still the same? The the industry Pilates in general? Yeah, me? Pilates, yeah. Yeah, look, I think that I think the, the Pilates industry has changed enormously. I mean, when I first started, Pilates was, there was a scattering, literally a couple of studios um, in Pilates, and we all sort of did very much the same sort of teeny tiny, almost like it was a secretive type of little, um, you know, um, community that was operating undercover in a way. Um, and then, you know, over the last many years, it actually began quite frankly, in about 2000, there was actually a lawsuit. Um, There was a class action held against um, a a, a guy in America who was actually trying to trademark the name Pilates. And that's what sort of kept this sort of Pilates undercover. And he lost that. He lost the right to actually um, hold a trademark on that name. And from that moment, Pilates, the word Pilates actually exploded. And anybody could say they were teaching Pilates. It suddenly became sort of easy game. And 
from then it's kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger. But in the recent few years with this sort of mass of quick fix fitness, some of the fitness that you can get out is, uh, can get to is absolutely amazing and wonderful. But the general sort of scheme of it is really quick in and out, get get your fitness in as hard and fast as you can, get as many people into a room as possible, make it a very, very viable commercial entity. And that's sort of been this explosion. And Pilates got carried away with that as well. And if you look around, um, the actual um, explosion of Pilates into very large and, you know, whether good or bad is not my comment, but it has certainly been dissipated or dissolved from its pure single sort of one-on-one form to some very, very large establishments offering many, many, many people um, classes in one Pilates. It is almost. Yeah. It's sort of become at the very end of the scale, it's sort of become fitness on a reformer bed. It's yes. like yes. another another fitness class using this piece of equipment that is in some shape or form Pilates. And so I think that people's interpretation of what Pilates is has become completely watered down or or you know just distorted from what its original form was. And I think mm. there's been, that's been a huge change. Um, but in terms of really what Pilates is, which is the interesting thing, Really what Pilates is, that has not changed. It's the market has actually made another interpretation of what Pilates is. So what, you know, it's a really interesting thing because I think if you look at what's happening in the in that mass industry, I think there's a lot more people who are actually realizing that they need to pay a lot more care to their bodies, that they need a lot more intelligence about how they exercise and I think there's almost a return to authenticity and integrity of movement. Mm. And so I think that whilst that explosion is still going to be around, and I think there is a real need for a, a group of people who don't want to be intimidated by massive groups and high-level energies of, like, you know, so much movement and happening and lights and stuff happening around them. I think there is a move generally in this industry for people to search for something a little more meaningful. I think that might even be happening in life in general. That can sort of be wanting a little bit more meaning. Absolutely, absolutely. As you were speaking, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm assuming that you've, um, you know, throughout the course of your journey of being located in Bondi, have you tapped into referral marketing, you know, like via physios and and different uh, modalities? Yeah, so that's that's definitely, we've been lucky enough that quite a few physios um, have referred people to us and that's been absolutely amazing um and that's certainly on the cards because we do realize that there is this reciprocal type of service that we can work together and so now that's sort of one of our plans coming up in this whole sort of community thing that we're talking about um to actually establish a more formal relationship with these allied um health workers absolutely because that 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 can be an absolute game changer especially for the type of pilates that you're doing yeah, you're so right. Yeah. Look, you know, the thing is, is that whilst we have that kind of aspect to our business, I think it's also important and I and I would, you know, it's really important for us that we know that, that people know that the type of Pilates that we offer is not, I mean, we're not talking about rehabilitation. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We, that's right. We do care for people, obviously, with any kind of injury, but I think it's it's really important that we have 
we acknowledge that that group studio is really important for people to come there. It is their workout. It is fun. It is challenging. It is exciting. It's, you know, it's not, you know, some people came in the other day and said, oh, I thought we were just going to lie and do lots of like breathing. Like, (laughs) like you should do a community open day. That would be amazing. Yeah. You you should do that. Like I, if if I were you, I would organize yeah. two of them and do them both across a half day. So whether that's a Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning, depending on what your timetable is, and do express classes a little bit like how we did for the event where we did 20 minutes in each room to get yeah. an example. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people know the name Pilates, but the yeah. people that have never tried it, they actually don't get it. And as you say, they think they're just lying on the bed having a break and it's definitely yeah. not the case. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the minute you give it a go, you go, oh, my gosh, this is actually what my body needs and has been lacking. Uh, and that's you, such you've a got good a, idea. Yeah. You've, there's actually a little bit of a formula for community uh, events that work quite well. But also, what's your intro offer for, for new clients? So we've got we've got two offers for new clients. So the one is a is a it's called a two a two pack private intro. So for people who actually have never done Pilates before, or who maybe just feel like they they want a little bit of a confidence boost on a little bit of an intro before they even put their foot in a group, we've got these two private sessions. They're forty five minutes each. It's ninety nine dollars for both. You know, for the two of them together, it's just you and. A, um, an instructor mm. and in those two sessions you go into the group studio you get a chance to go on all the equipment and those in those two private sessions the instructor will give you gives the client a lot of fundamental um, principles of Pilates and some basic exercises that she or he is going to hear and be asked to do in a group so there's a little bit of familiarity the nice thing about that two-pack is then once they're done we have an idea of who you are and how what's sort of going on with your body. And the instructor will say to that person, listen, I think from now on, these are the classes in the timetable that are going to be good for you. So there's a guiding kind of, don't try this one yet. It might be a little bit too challenging for where you are. Give it a go with these few. And she sort of will guide the client further. So that's sort of one way of coming in. And then the next way is once that's done, the client can buy a 10 a 10 pack for a hundred dollars, um, with, um, you know, absolutely no sort of no limit. So totally unlimited for 10 days. They could come every day. They could come twice a day for a hundred dollars and they can give it a go and just sort of get a feel of what classes, what teachers, we've got quite a few, but a lot of instructors. Um, and it gives them a chance to kind of give it a good try without sort of overcommitting. Mm. So there's those two offers, which, we find us starting to work really well and people are getting they, they most of them are doing both. They're kind of coming in and wanting that one-on-one in, you know, real technical insight and then getting into just playing around with the the, the options on the classes. Perfect. Okay, so Michelle, where can everyone find your studio? So it's it, it's you know you, this is, it would be a very easy question it would seem but it's number one <laughs> Kalua Street but if you put one Kalua Street into Google Maps it's really weird because it's on that rounded corner yes and it will not show it to you so it's a very interesting thing but I would say the best way of saying it to you is at the five way intersection where all of the main roads O'Sullivan O'Brien um, Kaluas 
old South Head Road. Um, join, yeah. Where they join, that massive five-way intersection, and we are right there next door to a gorgeous little surf shop, and we love them too. So, Well, we you've got a really big shop front window, which is fabulous as well. So that is also what helps find you because you've got some great graphics on that, um, on that window. Yeah, that, that is my amazing partner upside down on the barrel. Oh, is it? That's Peter. Oh, yeah. gosh. She's incredible. Yeah. She is amazing. And we did this shoot and she said, well, don't you want to, you know, don't you also want to be in the shot? And then we decided there was a lot of retouching that would have to be done. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of retouching of elbows and things. So she got the the gig. Well, it's a great shot front. She's done a really good (laughs) job in that shot. Yeah, she's amazing. All right, Michelle, thanks so much for joining us here today. Alison, thanks for having me. It's actually been so fun. And um, I'm going to take you up on some of your advice because I think that community car sounds great. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.